You're listening to the Northfield Radio Program, where faith, family, and culture all collide with the biblical worldview. There is a war that's raging for the hearts and the minds and the spirits of men and women. And you and I, as Christians, are on the forefront of that battle. The question is, what will you do? To find out more about the Northfield Radio Program and Caleb Gordon, go to www.calebgordon.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. So excited that you're here with me today. As always, I want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. So as you guys, if you've ever heard me speak in public, you know part of my, the thing that I love to do is, is to reach out to Walmart cashiers. I have a, I just have a sort of this ministry where I love to try to talk to people that are cashiers, ask them how their day is going, ask how I can pray for them. And, and the guy that I'm about to have on the show today is one of those guys. I just, we happened to, well, actually we originally met at an FCA meeting but then I found out he worked at, at Walmart and we ended up engaging there and talking there. And I just wanted to have him come on the program and talk about his life, his aspirations for ministry, and the things that um, that interest him, and how Jesus got a hold of him. So my hope is that this conversation encourages you and challenges you this week. So let's go get them. Welcome to the Northfield Nation, Keaton Harris. How you doing, my friend? Doing fine. How are you, sir? Doing right. Well, okay. So I wanted for folks that I gave a little intro to this thing and and, and talked about how I talk to people and you know mainly employees of Walmart. Mm-hmm. And how I just try to you know ask how they're doing. Uh, that's sort of kind of how we met. I know we met at an FCA deal too, but that was sort of kind of Walmart sort of kind of been the, the solidifying yeah. thing for our our relationship, yeah. which is sort of kind of funny because I've met my wife in Walmart. Wow. I've met a couple of my best friends in Walmart. So Walmart, you can literally find everything you want. It's actually a good place, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. So Keaton. Um, you graduated in 2018, correct? Yes. So you, like I said, we 2019. met. 29th, yeah, right. So you um, you were involved with FCA. Right, yeah. So what, uh, tell, tell us about who you are and, and what's your, what, what your passions are. Uh, I'm Keaton Harris, and um, I was fortunate enough to um, get to transfer to Bartersville my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And... It was such a, it was a crazy deal because one of my best friends and one of my teammates left and went to play at Bartersville, okay. Caleb Perry. Um, and then Coach Holmes left, mm-hmm. which me and him were super tight. And I love that man. He's a great guy of God, and, and uh, he's always been a great role model. Well, he tried to convince me to come and come, and I said I never would do it because I was just going to graduate and do it. And at this time, I had problems with coaching staff, and, and so I um, actually quit playing football altogether. Okay. And so it was crazy. So one day in the summertime, I was coming back to my grandparents' house. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to call him yeah. and just see what Bartersville is about. At that time, Coach Blankenship was there. And, yeah. And, and yeah stood he's, been, he's been on the show before. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love that guy. We talk all the time still. Yeah, good man. Um, uh, he's been, he was a great Christian role model. So anyway, I tried for the football team and got approved to play there. Um and so it was kind of a cool deal. I met Coach Blank, Coach McDaniel, and, and see how they ran a program, which I absolutely loved. And so we, I played the season. I ended up earning a, a, spar, a starting spot on the offensive line and uh, at center and played the whole season for Coach Blank. 
and Coach Holmes and them. And then I got involved in FCA. Yeah. And FCA, and they asked me to, I went to a couple and they asked me to speak for one, mm -hmm. which was such a blessing. Which I got to hear you speak at, at one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was such a blessing. <clears throat> and I, before then, I spoke for the football team at Fields of Faith and mm -hmm. at team events and stuff like that. Um, and it kind of took a leadership role, in it, which was uh, beyond uh, a blessing. But I did that, spoke at FCA, and then I had opportunities to speak at multiple churches after that, mm -hmm. um, after I got on Facebook and stuff, and see if people heard my testimony um, about me. And now I went from not playing football to a collegiate athlete at Evangel University. Nice. Playing football there, so that's awesome. So give give us a little bit uh, about your testimony. Tell us how how did Jesus get a hold of you? Well, I grew up in a good home. I grew up. Um, my dad's still not a believer, um, but my dad was a hardworking man that mm -hmm. that provided for a family of four, and my mom was a stay at home mom. Yeah, um, and she took care of us and stuff. Had me at a very young age, at sixteen. Um, my biological dad left me. Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, and and my dad. Anthony Hill has, has taken over my life before I was born and raised me. And uh, it was such a great man to, to do that. Yeah. And my big influence is Grandpa. And my testimony didn't really start until about five to six years ago. Mm -hmm. Everything was going good, living life, playing football at Dewey, doing all that. Um, and then my mom fell to a divorce in bad drug addiction. And that led, you know, one thing led to another, and they, my parents ended up getting a divorce. Yeah. And um, it was really hard, and she kept falling into drugs really bad. Yeah. And of course, I knew Jesus before then. Um, it was it wasn't more like a personal connection, um, but when I was about a sixth grader mm -hmm. at Dewey, I started going to church at First Baptist in Dewey. Yeah. And uh, I served <clears throat> there in the youth for you know six seven years of my life. Went to Falls Creek, mm -hmm. uh, Super Summer all kinds of um, church events to do that. Um, but then when I was about 12, 13, all this happened. And we end up, me, my dad, and my sister end up moving to Ufala, Oklahoma. My mom stayed here, and we went there, and I went to Canadian Canadian High School, well, at that time it was a middle school, yep. for about three weeks. And <laughs> three weeks is all it was. I didn't get to make a lot of relationships or anything like that. Right. Um, uh, but it was, a, it was pretty tough. Um, uh, after that, my mom was still struggling, and my dad was. We were living with um, my grandparents on that side of the family, and DHS got involved. Yeah. And I remember I hated it. I did sure. not like being there. I was away from all my people here in Bartersville, and all my family members were here in Bartersville. Everything I knew was Bartersville. Yeah. And when I came, when I, you know, I remember breaking down one night and praying to God, and I said, God, I don't care, I don't care how you do it, but I pray that you just get me out of this place because I know this is not where I need to be mm -hmm. and Lord let it be your will be done yeah. and I kid you not the next day I was back in Bartersville wow and it was a powerful thing that number one it showed how powerful God was absolutely and number two it was his will and none of that would have happened if that didn't happen sure and <clears throat> so I got back to Bartersville and we still struggled and I went to live with my aunt for a little while and my aunt was a good Christian woman she took care of me and my sister and my dad was you know, move back and and doing stuff and and everything and I still battle day to day to you know my mom being a drug addict still mm -hmm. and still is and struggles with that and um, you know I've seen a lot in my life you sure. know especially um, you know with her and me and her has had kind of a tough go around because mm -hmm. you know she gang member boyfriends and yeah. drug 
drug house, house to house, and you don't know what to expect, kind of expected, you know, and, and but we're just going to keep praying about it, and and then, you know, Bartersville was such a blessing, because I always wanted to be a part of FCA, mm -hmm. and I finally got to do it, and through Coach Blankenship, I actually got to know um, the coaching staff at Evangel, yeah. because he played under that coaching staff when he was in college. And so Coach Hepla there at Evangel mm -hmm. uh, is basically like another Coach Plank. That's that awesome. Basically stands for Christ. And that's what we're going to do. We're not going to shy away from Christ being the center of our program. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I, I just absolutely fell in love with. Yeah. And so I got it, and I officially signed with Evangel, and and here I am today. So. So so obviously having having someone like Coach Plank and just mm -hmm. mentors in yeah. in FCA, how vital was it to have? godly role models male role models in your life yeah well my grandpa used to tell me a saying it takes a village to raise a fan, uh, raise a child mm -hmm. and that is true because there were so many people like coach blankenship and coach mcdaniel that poured into my life uh, one way or another whether sure. it was through the football field or you know we mean coach blank had our friday morning meeting we just talked about jesus in the bible it's awesome and we just sit down face to face and he wasn't you know afraid to share about it and so, yes, I 100% I can agree with that. Yeah. That, the, that takes a lot of people. It, it really, I just, I, I'm fascinated by young men like yourself when, that are impacted, that have this testimony where they're impacted, where godly men stepped into their lives, mm -hmm. where there wasn't any beforehand, and how they've, you know, that God used those men to mold and shape. And I'm seeing that in your story. Yeah. And how God's molded and shaped you through these other men who, who love Christ. And just yeah. my my theory, my, 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 my ideas on godly men shaping and helping other young men mm -hmm. really is the way that we're going to see the world transform. Absolutely. And I wish there were more of them. Um, but God has a big plan and we just need to trust it. Yeah, absolutely. So what? tell us about what your plans are. What do you want to well, do? My plans are at Evangel. Um, my girlfriend's there too. Mm -hmm. um, and she's been a big advocate for Christ for me in my life too as well. Um, but my plans are to get a bachelor's degree in business management mm -hmm. and get my ordained minister license and kind of do a little bit of both um, in my sure. life. Um, pastoring. Um, and doing stuff, make sure I make, of course, I make a good living for my family. Sure. And not, of course, all the things I've been through, that's one of the main things I want to be, is the best husband and the best um, yeah. father I can be in the future. And so I'm just investing in my future now at Evangel, and um, it's going to go from there. Yeah. And, and that you're wanting to do that now, that I'm seeing, that, mm -hmm. you know, you're telling me this now, that, that you want to be a godly husband, godly Absolutely. father. That is so vital. I mean, I literally just posted on my Facebook this morning about how men need to be they're the pastors of their homes that's right uh, and like they like that's godly or christian men are to be the pastors of their homes and that's that's my i guess my challenge for you is just you know continue the course you're on absolutely uh don't don't back away from that continue to press forward for that and and, and just man it's so it's so vital love that um, absolutely so tell me about um you you love football. Absolutely. What, how how has sports um, played a role in your in your walk of faith? I was always I was always a football player, um, even from a young age, and I like basketball and track and stuff like that. But mostly football. 
was probably as you can count. No, I'm, I'm not the basketball body type. Guys, just in case you can't, he's 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 bigger than me. He could probably you could probably whoop me. I mean, he just you could just probably whoop me. He's got his arms are about as big around as my uh, I don't even know my my leg maybe. <laughs> he's a, he's a gigantic muscular fella. Yeah. So yeah, you you definitely play. So what what position you play? I play center. Okay. For my for Maryland, I played a little bit of defensive line nice. throughout my uh, my I get Maryland not a career, but through elementary, middle school, and high school. Yeah. Um. And and I always loved it. And you know, I didn't have any plans of playing college ball. Mm. Um. Before Coach Blank and them happened, it's crazy how God works because it took one phone call and me taking an act of obedience to God mm. and His plan and not my own, and look what happened. Everything worked out, and it is beyond imaginable what God's done. Absolutely. I love how you just said, through an act of obedience. Because mm-hmm. God, God places stuff in our lives all the time. And, and being obedient to what he's called us to do is something that a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. And to, just to see that you were obedient in the place where God had you in the moment, and, said, and you said yes mm-hmm. to what God told you to do, it, it literally is... I mean, it, from what I'm understanding and seeing, it's, it's changed your life. It has. And it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my life is going to Barsville. And that's actually how I met you. Yeah. Besides Barsville, you were a motivational speaker for the football team. I, I did come in and talk to the football team. And, yeah. and did I did that for that whole semester, that yeah. entire semester. Yeah. And that's where I kind of remembered you and maybe we really did appreciate it and it was it was pretty awesome no yeah it was, it was fun and so. i did that for that whole semester uh coach blank and i went we he and i met and you can if you, can, you guys if you want to you can go back and listen to the podcast it's on the it's on the podcast page but he and i just got to talking about i mean we just clicked with, with the idea of of loving christ and mentoring young guys and i was like this is a heart and a passion that i have and so he's like why don't you come in and talk to our guys. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I'd love to do that. Yeah. All, I'm all in. And um, got to share just about hope and about you know, the things that, that, that young guys need to hear. Mentorship. Absolutely. Loving on one another. Helping one another out and things like that. And that's when, and then at Walmart, I saw you and you're just like, and you know, in that room, when I was speaking, there's probably, uh, I don't know, 100 guys. Yeah. Total staff yeah. and everybody. There's over 100 guys in that room. Yeah. Just listen. So I don't know who all's in there. I'm not paying attention to everything. And you come to me and give me this big old hug in Walmart. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. who? He's like, you came and talked to my football team. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we talked for a little bit. And, then, yeah. and you and I have maintained um, something that I just, people that, that know my story know that I have this passion to come into, when I go into grocery stores or I go into Walmart or I go to a convenience store or something like that, I always ask people questions like this. They just say, hey, as we're checking out, because there's a captive audience, they can't leave. Right. Yeah, you <laughs> can't just, leave. No, yeah. You're checking, yeah. you're doing my groceries. Yeah. And, and and my question, I always, I always say, hey, how can I pray for you? And, yeah. and, I've, and I've seen how God's used that Mm. And just simple, back to the simple act of obedience. You just have that prompting from the Holy Spirit. Say, hey, why don't you just, just say hi? Just, mm. just see where this goes. And God's opened some insane doors um, through Absolutely. just being obedient yeah. and and being willing to talk to whoever's in front of me. And I just, I think that that's. I mean, I see that in your own life. What? Okay, so you're when you say you're going to school to get your ministry, are you want to do? Student ministry, you going to do pastoral ministry. What, what's your college ministry? What's your what's your um, That's undecided right now. Basically, wherever God leads me, um, just to be a tool to be used. Um, 
like Coach Sport, you always used to say, just be a tool to be used, you know, yeah. and um, it could be anything. I have a passion for everybody. Um, relationship building is what I say with anybody. You know, I was always raised to not be, you know, afraid to, to yeah. speak to people and build relationships and being intentional yeah. about what you're doing yeah. and, and how you do talk to people and treat people. And um, it's also, I love that. That's why, you know, Evangel is a perfect place to do that. Mm. Um, it's big on relationship building. I have built friendships that will last a lifetime there. And it's only been a semester yeah. of school. So, I mean, it is incredible what God's doing there at Evangel. And it really has impacted my life. That's that's incredible. I love to hear that. Um, what would you, I mean, you, you mentorship has obviously been impacted your life. Mm -hmm. How? What do you What do you hope to see, or do you hope to have opportunities to mentor other young guys? Absolutely. If is all because I always tell people, yes, ministry is 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 preaching and stuff, but it's also half of its relationship building. Mm, yeah. And so when you can relate to people's problems, or you have been there yourself, like you have in your own life, mm -hmm. um, it, it it brings you to another perspective, and it brings them kind of their level to know, hey. You're not the only one that has struggled with this. I have too. Yeah. Let's 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 start building this foundation together um, through God, and it's and that's how you have to be when you can relate to people. It it, it makes a whole difference. It yeah. really does. It really does. I, and I hear your story about you know you've walked through divorce. Mm -hmm. um, you're you in terms of you were not you didn't physically get a divorce, but you mm -hmm. were a child uh, in the midst of a divorce. Mm -hmm. And I just you know one in three or one in four, I believe, uh, people just even inside the church are, are walking through divorce. I, I'm, I've actually gone through a divorce myself. I, I, my first wife and I got a divorce. And so, I, I mean, it's it's an epidemic. I, I don't, it just, it. I just think it wounds people. Yeah, I mean, we don't yeah. get to, we don't get to, <laughs> we don't get to sin in isolation. There's, I mean, there's this catastrophic, big blast radius, as Kenny Lux says, is a blast radius that all of us have. Um, how do you, how do you think being as you as, since you've walked through those waters, how can you minister? How do you think you can minister to somebody that's been through those same same things? Uh, I can just tell them this: things that I've learned through through um, experiences. Um, you know, it is hard, and I've seen a lot. Like with my when my parents were married, I took things as a young kid would. I take things and say, okay, would I do that as a father or more a husband, or would I? Maybe do something different, and you can learn from your parents, as you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so, when I see the struggles that my parents had, I'd always told myself, "That's not what me and my future wife is going to have." Mm. And of course, nothing ever perfect. But you know, you know, I think here's a big one for me: is all the fights about money. Mm. Money is a materialistic thing yeah. and is a tool to help others. Like Dave Ramsey said, I'm a big yeah. fan of Dave Ramsey. It said, "Build wealth and give it all away." Yep. And so that's what it's about. And, you know, I see my parents got ripped apart, you know, partially for money. Yeah. And, and, and materialistic fights like that for no reason. And I thought, you know, I can tell that. But on a personal level to help somebody else, um, I can tell you that, that God's in it, 100% God's in it. And that, that God shows you not so much in auditory ways, but in things you'll see yeah. that it actually works out. For his good and for your good and the best interest, even though you may not understand it at first, at all, God's always going to prevail. Yeah. So, Amen. Um, spiritual heroes, you got any? Yes, my grandfather um, has always been 
a spiritual and Christ advocate. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather is Justin Harris, and he is he has always made you know he has taught me how to respect and how to be an actual young man Come and on. how to carry yourself. And my grandpa's old fashioned, a little bit old fashioned, but he was always a great talked about. As a matter of fact, today for the show. Um, we were talking about just the Bible and, yeah. and and just talking about you know topics and what does God say about this you know and and one of his biggest things is tithing and I get you'll notice all my sayings I get from my grandfather um, you know ten percent goes to the Lord right off the top that's the first check he writes because it's God's money yeah and things like that um, but there's been so many people that's impacted my life besides my grandfather my girlfriend she has been man I can't express how'd you, know, you guys meet. We met at Dewey. Okay. And we were, which, hey, by the way, I graduated from Dewey. Oh, there you go. I don't know if you knew. Go Bulldoggers. I agree. Right? I go Bulldoggers. So. <laughs> yeah. But um, we met. I was a freshman. She was a sophomore. Yep. And I'm not proud of this, but I cheated off of her in biology class. And, uh, and, and that's how we met. I'm not joking. That's, I, I'm, you're checking answers. I, I, I know. I'm announcing. <laughs> and, we, and we took off and we've been together for almost four years. That's awesome. Um, God has, has blessed me with her because there's been a lot of people saying that doesn't work anymore. High school relationships don't work out. Amen. And God just keeps honoring our you know, our relationship and we're trying to stick as close to Come the on. Lord as we can. That's awesome. And so, but yeah, there's been so many people I couldn't even name them. That have impacted my life in a positive way. It's so great. I love that when you say huh, high school relationship with the Lord. My dad, who you just met, yeah. he, um, his, my mom before she passed, um, they met in high school. She was fourteen and he was seventeen. I think. Yeah, and yeah. that was it. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, they, they were together fifty-two years total. It's a long time. I mean, it's crazy. Well over me. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, he's older than, that's older than me. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's one of those things that, that you find somebody that, you, that you're crazy about. That's right. I mean, that, and then this is the thing that my parents, you know, in the beginning they weren't believers, but God got a hold of my dad, and from that point on, my mom was, she was in. Mm-hmm. And, man, they chased Jesus for, golly, almost 45 years. Yeah. Together. That's great together and their ministry was so huge and that's i mean i guess that would be something i would encourage you as you, as you continue this thing you and your girlfriend chase jesus as hard, like as hard as you can together do like have a mission together find christ to be in the center of everything you're doing get her involved with your ministry get, absolutely and get her plugged in with you yeah and i just think that'll 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 transfer your that that there alone will transform your relationship. Yeah. Dr. Lewis at Evangel, always, she always wrote this analogy. She made a triangle, and on the bottom two points is you mm-hmm. and your relationship, and God's at the top. Yeah. And as closer as you get to that point, the yep. closer you guys become. Absolutely. And so that's an analogy that I've always used and I will continue to use Do. in future relationships. Absolutely. Because um, it is important. God has to be the center of everything. Well, even... <sighs> Even even outside of, of a of a dating or marriage relationship, absolutely friendships. If yes. you're bo- if you're both as a friend, both of you are running towards the things of Christ. Right. You as friends will grow closer. Absolutely. It's not you know you I've got my thing, you've got your thing, and we're just going and you know and we're just friends because there's a lot of people that are just friends and they're just sort of kind of running in their own lane. Right. But if we're both focused on Jesus and getting the mission and the message of Christ out to everyone around us. That's gonna change. It's gonna change the world. Yeah, like it will. It'll transform everything that about. Is, that is one hundred percent true. Love it. Um, okay, so 
Favorite sports team. We'll go fun for a minute. We got a couple minutes left, so let's right. let's go favorite. Oh, you got to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you're uh, Cowboys. Uh, I know, I know. Oh no, I know. Cowboy Nation. That's what I'm talking about. Even okay. though we're eight and eight this year, it's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm a big Sooners fan, Oklahoma City Thunder fan, um, Evangel Crusader fan. All right, fair uh, enough. That's fair enough, right? And, well, my uh, buddies that are see, I'm I'm, I'm OSU. I'm go mm-hmm. Pokes. You know, so right. we Orange Power. But man, we both had we had a rough year this year. We yeah. just, I mean, that, those last two and, games. And really, Georgia rather. Should have been in the final four than oh yeah I'm gonna say that because we got beat by Kansas State so yeah. we should we should we should have um, been respected in that sense and they had a Fair great enough. season yeah um, but yeah love it love sports and um, couldn't ask for a better life right now love it I absolutely so. love it what uh, if you had two minutes with somebody what's your what's your number one thing you want to tell them. With anybody in anybody, history? Anybody, yeah, two minutes. you got two minutes. What do you, what do you want? <clears throat> who do you want? Like people you want to, you could sit down for two minutes with somebody from history. Mine, okay, obviously Jesus is, you know, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. wants Jesus. Never one, that's right. Outside of that. Oh, man. Well, one, Billy Graham. Yeah. Billy Graham. I would love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with Billy Graham. Wouldn't that be Billy incredible? Graham was, was an awesome advocate for Christ mm-hmm. and, 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 and was a great tool like the Apostle Paul was. In, in, in God's ministry. Yeah. And so if, if anybody, that one pops up to mind, um, religious leader anyway, and so. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Well, man, I thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. Um, would you dismiss us in prayer? Yes. Right. Thanks, man. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this day. I just mm-hmm. pray um, for everybody listening, God, that you touch them, Lord. And I, I pray for Caleb, and I thank him, Lord, that, that so graciously allowed me to come and speak today, God. And and I just pray for him and his family, and I mm-hmm. pray um, for my walk, Lord, or that it be your yes, will, Jesus. Lord. Mm-hmm. And and God, I'm so thankful for what you've done in my life, and 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 people around me, Lord, that you have blessed me with to be around. God, I just pray for Evangel and uh, my girlfriend and my grandpa and all my family members, Lord. And we're so thankful for what you did on the cross. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks so much, man. Thank you so much. Take it easy. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.